Greetings. Welcome to the group of today. Let's go ahead and read some uh, daily reflections. But before that, let's go ahead and pray with the third step prayer, please. God, I offer myself to thee to build with me and to do with me as thou wilt. Relieve me of the bondage of self that I may better do thy will. Take away my difficulties that victory over them may bear witness to those that would help of thy power, of thy love, of thy way of life. May I do thy will always. Amen. One more prayer, please. Uh, The seventh step prayer. My creator, I am now willing that you should have all of me. Good and bad, I pray that you now remove from me every single defect of character that stands in the way of my usefulness to you and my fellows. Grant me the strength as I go off from here to do your bidding. Amen. Rejoice with me, family. Someone gave me a copy of uh, As Bill Sees It, and I used to have about 10 copies, and it was a bag of a meeting I started at the park uh, maybe about 13 years ago, 9 a.m., we started it with, as Bill sees it, seven days a week. Give me two, three years of that. And the, and the guys there wanted to uh, lynch me. And finally, uh, a bunch of guys got together. I was too busy traveling and they reformatted the group, which I am totally grateful. And they intelligently, because I, was, I kept pushing Bill, so the group outvoted me. And not very kindly either. <laughs> but it was the great, the great thing they did to it. They brought in the prayer that's usually said down here in Southern California. You know, the opening prayer that's... Uh, I hear from speakers <clears throat> that it's not being said around other parts of the country, just here in Southern California. And that prayer goes like this. <clears throat> Our Father, we come to you as a friend. You have said we're two or three are gathered together in your name. There you will be in the midst of us. We believe that this is something you will have us do. We believe that it has your blessings. We ask you uh, to be with us and that we practice being uh, honest in our recovery and to, and to get along and so forth and so on. And we pray this. Amen. This little prayer that we have. And then from there, we start our readings. Amen. And what was I talking about? <laughs> the prayer was so good, it took me off. Oh, I did wanted to say that the uh, the seventh step prayer, my creator, I am now willing that you should have all of me, good and bad. I pray that you now remove from me every single defect of character. And those characters and that prayer, Bill W. would say that prayer when he would go out and speak to people, and it worked. And the character defects that I find that... that Usually getting in the way is, is a drunk a lot, talking too much about my drunk a lot. You know, I've been, I've been trying to perfect it all these years, but every time I start with that drunk a lot, I fizzled out, you know. So screw it. I'm going to start with my uh, recovery this time, and I'll interject uh, drunk a lot stories to qualify me. It can't harm any. No one can pull you down or anything. You know, I heard worse talks and I heard better talks. I mostly hear better talks. So that was the point I wanted to make is that Bill W. used that, that creator prayer 
before he went out and spoke because arrogance, uh, power hungry would kick in. You know how power hungry we are when we lord or don't, or someone over someone that we're in charge of. As soon as we get some authority, we become different. That's not, isn't that crazy? Thank God that Bill W. and Bob were able to curtail that that human uh, fallacy, pride, ego, uh, poor me, self-importance, arrogancy, uh, big shotism. I still struggle with all that, as you notice. Thank God for my difficulties. Thank God I got something to work on. All right, let's get on with it. We're going to be, I'm going to be reading some daily reflections and I'm going to omit the date just because it really doesn't matter. They're eternal. And uh, I'll just start reading them and it's up to you to figure out from one month I'm reading them from. Here we go. Guidance. This means a belief in a creator who is all power, justice, and love. A God who intends for me a purpose, a meaning, a destiny to grow, however, haltingly toward his own likeness and image. As Bill sees it, page 51. Again, remember, we used to read this in the park. And the good thing about the, as Bill sees it booklet, you can read uh, one theme, like right now, guidance. And it will tell you the, the page where that topic is discussed by Bill W., guidance. You'll have three or four uh, pages you can turn to all over that little book out of 365. But, you know, that got tired, like I said, in the uh, after doing it for two, three years. And we changed it. <clears throat> they introduced that prayer, like I said, the, uh, the then after the prayer... We introduced big book studies, 12 and 12 studies, grapevine studies, uh, meditation studies, and our group has good recovery because of that. You know, we don't just read the daily reflections and start talking nonsense. You know, that used to bug me a lot because anybody can talk about putting a motor together, you know, and take 10, 15 minutes telling us how to put a VHA. And I'm thinking, love and tolerance, love and tolerance, love and tolerance. But in this way, we read for about half hour, and then we comment three, four, five minutes apiece. And it always seems to be enough. If we go over the hour, fine. We all understand. We all have time. God has provided the time, the resources for us to enjoy fellowship in that format. Okay, getting back to <clears throat> getting back to our reading, guidance. One more time, as Bill sees it, page fifty-one. This means a belief in a Creator who is all power, justice, and love. A God who intends for me a purpose, a meaning, and a destiny to grow, however haltingly, toward His own likeness and image. Ooh, that's heavy, dudes. Heavy, heavy. A belief in a creator who has all power and justice and love. <clears throat> a God who intends for me a purpose. He intends for me a meaning. He intends for me a destiny to grow like a sequoia tree, not a bonsai tree. Haltingly toward his own likeness 
an image. Whew, that is huge statement there. And I didn't know if I was going to read this. I, I mentioned the My Creator prayer. My Creator, I, you know, that you should have all of me, good and bad. I pray that you now remove from me every single defect of character that stands in the way of my usefulness to you and my fellows. Grant me here the strength to go out here and do your bidding. So, you know, that's the, the one wonder of the world. Screw the seven wonders. The number one wonder of the world is God. Ooh, in the power of good. The power of good that he wants us to be kind. He wants us to stay connected to him. He wants us to thank God for our difficulties, our circumstances, our diseases, for everything around us that we thank God for it. It's like a battery. And we take a negative post and a positive post. We put them together and we get power for the journey, folks. A lot of us just stay clinging to the negative pole and say, oh, why is my life not working? Well, 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 well. well all you have to do is, is let go, let God, by thanking God for the problem. That's how you let go and you let God. You thank God for the difficulties. That's how you let go and let God, folks. Not rocket science. A good, a good researcher will research and do the the the, the work, and then say if it works or doesn't work. But you got to do the work. A lot of people are prejudiced. How? Oh, I can't thank God. You know, it falls into the category of playing God, uh, control freak. Uh, I know it all attitude, and it's like cement. God has to break the cement again. Some people will not get the concept of thanking God for a problem. You mean I got to thank God that my feet hurt, that my child's run away, that my wife is drinking and is out out of control in the bars? Huh? Yeah. How, How much... What you? How much is it working the way your plan is? How well are you doing with your program? Can you look back? Can you see how your program is doing? You, I think the problem is that we like to fester and complain and, and criticize, condemn, and say, say, I told you so. Get a power. Say, so come on, man. Let's get our heads straight. Let's, let's be grown-ups. Let's say, if it works, woohoo! praise God. We're going to have, we're going to be cheerful, if it, you know, cheerful because we're going to be disconnected from the situation and connected to our higher power, our higher source, and move on with example. Best way to teach me is by example, not by pointing fingers and criticizing. All right, getting back to the daily reflection, see if we can finish it here. It's already going on 12 minutes, and I'm still um, going off on tangents. Here we go. As I began to understand my own powerlessness and my dependence on God, as I understand Him, that's me, I began to see that there was a, a life which, if I could have it, I would have chosen for myself from the beginning. It is through the continuing work of the steps and the life and the fellowship that I learned to see 
that there is a truly a better way into which I am being guided. As I come to know more about God, I am able to trust His ways and His plans for the development of His character in me. Quickly or not so quickly, I grow towards His own image and likeness. Woohoo! You think God? You think God thanks? He He's thankful for the things that are going around the earth. You think He's thankful? I think he's thankful that we have decided to thank him for what's going on because he allows grace to fill our hearts when when we disconnect ourselves from that power, from the negative side of the world, the evil that's going on. And we're not thankful for the evil. We're thankful that we're hooked up with him. So it's kind of strange what I'm saying. It seems like I'm falling over my words here but you can feel it you can feel it folks and that's all I got to say about that say I'm thankful for my problems I'm not thankful for the problems out in the world I can't do anything about them but I can pray for them okay I'm losing I'm losing myself here (laughs) let's move on to the next reading of uh, reflections today mysterious paradoxes Such is the paradox of AA, regeneration. Strength arising out of complete defeat and weakness. The loss of one's old life as a condition for finding a new one. AA comes of age, page 46. What glorious mysteries paradoxes are. They do not compute. Yet when recognized and accepted, they affirm something in the universe beyond human logic. When I face a fear, am I giving courage? When I support a brother or sister, my capacity to love myself is increased. When I accept pain as part of the growing experience of life, I realize a greater happiness. When I look at my dark side, I am brought into new light. When I accept my vulnerabilities and surrender to a higher power, I am graced with unforeseen strength. I stumble through the doors of AA in disgrace, expecting nothing from life, and I have been giving hope and dignity. Miraculously, the only way to keep the gift of the program is to what? Pass them on. I want to keep my gifts, folks. And wasn't that a good confirmation of what we've been talking about that last reading? A paradox, right? Thanking God for a problem is a paradox. You don't understand it. And you know the best thing about it? That when you have a situation in, in your system, in your surroundings that you don't understand and you're thanking God for it and you're feeling anger, you're feeling self-pity, you're feeling all these... Well, once the, all those feelings pass and you accept it, you said, oh, well, I'll keep doing it. Say some kind of maintenance, thanking God is bugging you, paying a bill. Then the reward and the supply will show up. But it usually takes, it takes a few months, maybe weeks, maybe years. And thanking God for a situation that's eating our lunch. That's all I got to say about that. Okay, moving on to our next reading. A thankful heart. I try to hold fast to the truth that a fool 
and thankful heart cannot entertain great conceits. When brimming with gratitude, one's heartbeat must surely result in outgoing love, the finest emotion that we can ever know, as Bill sees it, page 37. Again, as I try to hold fast to the truth that a full and thankful heart cannot entertain great conceits. When brimming with gratitude, one's heartbeat must surely result in outgoing love, the finest emotion that we can ever know. My sponsor told me that I should be grateful, a grateful alcoholic and always have an attitude of gratitude. That gratitude was the basic ingredient of humility. That humility was the basic ingredient of an anonymity. And that anonymity was the spiritual foundation of all our traditions. Ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. As a result of this guidance, I start every morning on my knees, <clears throat> thanking God for three things. <clears> okay, <throat> hey, let's do that. Let's get on our knees and thank God for three things. Thank you, God, <clears throat> I'm alive. Thank you, God, I'm sober. And thank you, God, I'm a member of Alcoholics Anonymous. Then I try to live an attitude of gratitude and thoroughly enjoy another 24 hours of the AA way of life. AA is not something I join, it's something I live. Amen to that. And, and God, Lord of our understanding, we ask you to help us in our recovery today. Amen. All right. Let's move on to the next reading. That's a beautiful reading, wasn't it? Our next one is the challenge of failure. In God's economic economy, nothing is wasted. Through failure, we learn a lesson in humility, which is probably needed. Painful though, it is. As Bill sees at page 31. In God's economy, nothing is wasted. Through failure, we learn a lesson in humility, which is probably needed, painful though it is. Oh, by the way, uh, all my, I gave my bag as, as Bill sees it books for another meeting. I don't know what meeting went to. And I gave my last copy to a young man to read, record, and send to me. I haven't gotten one yet, and, but he is sober. And I finally got my own copy back. Someone gave me a copy the other day. I was helping them move, and they said, here, I got two copies. I don't need it. He gave me one. I'm grateful for that. Okay, let's, in God's economy, nothing is wasted. We thank God for everything. Through failure, we thank God. We learn a lesson in humility, which is probably needed. Painful though it is. There it is, folks. I forgot to mention that thanking God for, for the thing that's eating our lunch, it cle cleans our arteries. It cleans our, our system through humility. It humbles us. It's the fastest way to get to God's presence is to thank Him for a situation. And we become humble, right? How thankful I am today to know that all my past failures were necessary for me to be where I am now. Through much pain came experience, and in suffering I became obedient. 
When I sought God as I understand Him, He shared His treasures gift. Through experience and obedience, growth started, followed by gratitude. Yes, then came peace of mind, living in and sharing sobriety. That is a beautiful thing. And I like to say to that is that uh, I have succeeded today because I have time. I have time to do this. And this is to God's account, to God's credit. You know, that to be able to have time to do this and to be be able to do meetings, make coffee, go, that is all to God's credit. He has made it available. And um, I love people today. I'm worried about them. It's cold out there. And some people are out in the park holding the meeting when it's cold. Today is going to be about 40-something degrees. So I'm supposed to be going on vacation on a trip. But they they keep telling me, I thought you were on vacation. I thought you were gone. I said, well, one more day won't hurt. So I'm going to take coffee today. And they're going to tell me the same thing. I thought you were gone. But I hope to be on my way maybe tomorrow or the next day. Reason being, there's a storm coming in. And I'm trying to think what's the best, a cold storm and cold thing. And... Um, you know, I take all the options. What if I don't make this trip? What if, you know, what could the worst be? I said, protecting my health, right? I mean, when you're you're the, it's cold to the 30 degrees and uh, wet and slippery out there and rainy, it would think that wisdom would say, stay out of the fight, stay out of the nonsense. Not that big of a deal. Amen. But the reason I want to go, I want to see my grandchildren. I'm going to see my son. And, you know, the circumstances is not all that well. It's a funeral. But I think my grandchildren would appreciate it if they see their grandpa. Amen. All right, let's go ahead and do uh, about three more of these. No ordinary success story. As Bill sees it, page 35. AA is no success story in the ordinary sense of the word. It is a story of suffering transmuted under grace into spiritual progress. And that was my problem. I was not growing. I was not believing. I had no faith, no hope, no trust. And that was my error in life. Until I came into AA, I started, I reversed it. That was my success story. Upon entering AA, I listened to others talk about the reality of their drinking. Loneliness, terror, and pain. As I listened further, I soon heard a description of a very different kind. The reality of sobriety. It is a reality of freedom and happiness, of purpose and direction. And of serenity and peace with God, ourselves, and others. By attending meetings, I am reintroduced to that reality over and over. I see it in the eyes and hear it in the voices of those around me. By working the program, I find the direction and strength with which to make it mine. The joy of AA is that this new reality is available to me. Wow. Our next 
story. I got two more. Hang in there with me. We're almost into our 30-minute mark. We've got another six minutes. A unique stability. Where does AA get its direction? This practical folks, these practical folks then read tradition too and learn that the sole authority in AA is a loving God, as he may express himself in the group conscience. The elder statement is the one who sees the wisdom of the group's decisions, who hold no resentment over his reduced status, whose judgment fortified by considerable experience is sound and who is willing to sit quietly on the sidelines, patiently awaiting development. 12 Steps and 12 Traditions, page 132 and 135. Into the fabric of recovery from alcoholism are woven the 12 Steps and the 12 Traditions. As my recovery progressed, I realized that the new mantle was tailor-made for me. The elders of the group gently offer suggestions when change seemed impossible. Everyone's shared experiences became the substance for treasured friendships. I know that the fellowship is ready and equipped to aid such suffering alcoholics at all crossroads in life in a world beset by many problems. I find this assurance of a unique stability. <clears throat> I share the gift of sobriety. I offer God my gratitude for the strength I receive in a fellowship that truly exists for the good of all members. And our last reading is... What? No president? When told that our society has no president having authority to govern it, no treasurer who can compel the payments of any dues, our friends gasp and exclaim, this simply can't be. How does AA function? 12 Steps and 12 Traditions, page 132. I love to see that in people's faces, especially businessmen. Businessmen that are in a detox or somewhere, and they're just looking, and they're seeing all this chaos, and there's people moving around all over the place. They're hugging, they're laughing. There's so much in the room, and all of a sudden, this little guy that you never would have think sits up in the front and starts reading the, the prearranged format. And authority shows up, and kindness, and leadership, and stability with the readings, and everybody, and they pray in and conforms to the spiritual guidelines. And it's a beautiful thing to have, not the human factor, but the spirit factor that God runs the meeting. Step two is tradition two. When I finally made my way to AA, I could not believe that there was no treasure to compel the payment of dues. I could not imagine an organization that didn't require monetary contributions in return for a service. It was my first and thus far only experience with getting something for nothing because I did not feel used or conned by those in AA. I was able to approach the program free from bias and with an open mind. They wanted nothing from me. What could I lose? I thank God for the wisdom of the early founders who knew so well the alcoholics disdain of being manipulated. Let's pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. 
Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Oh, you, you thought I forgot, huh? I forgot one thing. No, I didn't. The serenity prayer. Let's finish up with the serenity prayer. Come on. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. Courage to change the things I can. And wisdom to know the difference. Stay. Stay.